Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Spirit Seeker Hour. It's Thursday evening, and I am Margaret Ann Lembo. Cindy Meyer will be right back, and I'm just so excited to spend some time with all of you. We're going to be talking about aromatherapy and gemstones and the power of positive thoughts. So Cindy should be back any second, and she's just the hostess with the most, as I'm telling you. Do you know that I met Cindy back in, I don't know how long ago it is now, but I met her in Belleville, um, Belleville, Illinois. Are you there? I think Cindy's here now. I think it was, I, I think it was 2013, my dear. Um, was it? Okay. You actually I remember the year. Well, well because I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you for introducing yourself, but I want to say a few things. Okay. Of so, um, as you know, this is this is Sydney Meyer, and um, Margaret Ann is just one of the most amazing people who can multitask at a level I don't know that I've ever seen. She's a writer. <laughs> she is a spiritual tour guide in the past, where she took uh, people to sacred sites all over the world. That's where she uh, collected, and she'll tell you a little bit about all this, but. That's, she's collected water, holy water, from all over, and she uses that with her essences. And um, she owns a shop in, uh, called the Crystal Garden in Boynton Beach. She has written so many books, I can't even keep track of all of them, and divination card decks. And she then takes the brilliance, as you'll hear, and combines the archangels with the particular gemstone, etc. But it's even more than that. She teaches she does um, a radio show. She does uh, meditation. She gives a lot of this just totally free. Um, and she also has an academy where you can study with her. So, Margaret, did I miss anything? Um, not really. I think you got everything. <laughs> oh, the essential oils, my aromatherapy blend. I guess we could add that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if you had talked about that. <laughs> so, I didn't so talk about too you, much because um, I was just saying, hi, everybody. That's about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, and, and I just arrived in uh, Overland Park, Kansas, which is, like, essentially Kansas City. And um, so Spirit Seeker, Cindy Meyer, will be at the uh, KC Metaphysical Fair this weekend. And so it starts tomorrow uh, at three. Yeah, yeah, at three o'clock, and we go till ten tomorrow, and then um, it goes from ten until eight on Saturday, and eleven until five on Sunday. So I I don't know my booth number, but I am giving a talk on Saturday at two o'clock um, on feng shui tips to enjoy your holidays. Um, and you can find uh, the November issue of Spirit Seeker. I haven't been to the show in many, many years, so I'm really looking forward to it. Sylvia and Gigi put it on, and um, they just always do a great job. Um, so that's that for announcements. Um, I was just in Tampa at the Saint uh, at the uh, Body Mind Spirit Expo over the weekend, 
Um, and that was fabulous, except that it was very cold in Florida this weekend. Um, and I was just amazed. It was in the 50s. I thought, my goodness. But it was in the 20s in St. Louis when I left, so I didn't mind too much. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and then when I hit, you know, it's relative, right? Um, mm-hmm. So Spirit Seeker's been at probably 20 expos this year, and we will continue to do that. But I just want to mention um, that we have a weekly email newsletter. And when you are on our weekly email newsletter, we let you know who the guest is on the radio show, when the magazine's online, and we, we give things away. So we give books away. We give um, uh, musical DVDs or, or CDs. We give DVDs away. We give tickets to events. We give our email subscribers um, first shot at uh, the drawings for all of these wonderful um, giveaways. So we don't sell our list. We do um, occasionally allow people to uh, promote their events on our list, but we maintain complete control. So you won't, will not get spammed. You'll only hear from Spirit Seeker. Normally it's one, maybe two times a week. So if you would like to be on our email list, you can do it one of two ways. You can go to the um, www.spiritseeker.com, um, and there's a join our email list. You just click on it right there. Or you can send an email uh, to me and uh, just to the general mailbox info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added to the email list. Um, so that is it for announcements. Um, so I just want to go right into Margaret Ann Limbo. So what's new with you? You always have wonderful new things going on. Mm, what's new with me? My goodness. Well, I as usual, <laughs> I've been working on more book, another book in deck and another book. So those are the, then okay. I can say I know the title, the final title for one of them, which is um, Gemstone Guardians and Your Soul Purpose. And it's a, a deck <sighs> and a, a, a book together. Isn't that exciting? That sounds fabulous. Yes, 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 yes. That's, I mean, the title says it all right there. It, it sounds it wonderful. Does. It does. So I'm very excited about that. That's coming out um, through Inner Traditions under the Findhorn Press imprint, and it will be August 2020 when that um, when that comes out on the shelves. And it's already on Amazon for wow. pre-order. And then the other one that I'm that's coming out is in the fall of 2020. Uh, the exact date isn't determined yet, and the exact title isn't determined yet. But I will say it has to do with angels. And I'm very excited because this is a long time in coming and having a book, a whole book on the angelic realm. So it's very near and dear to my heart. There's something really going on right now with the angels helping us so much. Um, And I, I, I definitely want to make that a good part of the show tonight, but I, it's interesting. I had my, um, I use Waze, and, you know, it was relatively a straight shot for 220 miles, right? So I thought, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just going to turn the GPS off. And then something told me, well, something, an angel, one of my angels, told me, turn that thing back on. And I was like, well, okay, fine. So I turned it back on, and it says, get off at the next exit. And I'm like, what? Like, this is like in the middle of nowhere, Right. And I, and I, so then I turned it off, turned it back on. I mean, cause I was right there almost on top of the exit. And right as I go over the hill and get off of that exit, I look ahead and it is nothing but red lights. Mm. Some, and it wasn't an, 
I know, I know. I thought, oh, my gosh, like, what happened here? But it wasn't an accident. It was just at brush hour traffic, they decided to do road repairs, which was insanity. Like, everyone was, like, I don't know. Maybe there was an accident on top of it. But I just took a pause, and I thought, oh, my goodness, if I had not turned that on, I would have missed that exit. And then I was, and I just thought, how different our times are right now. Like, the angels knew I needed to turn that back on, so they got my attention. Then here I am, like, meandering in these back roads, seeing a different part of Missouri that I have never seen before in my life, but trusting it. And, and like, with our GPSs, with our, but our angels are our GPS, too. I mean, that's kind of how yeah. I look at them. They tell you, tell you when not to do this, when, yeah. So let's just go into angels. I mean, because I just think they're working overtime with us right now. Well, I think they've been working overtime with us all along, but maybe we're finally paying attention. I don't know. It seems that way. I hope that we're paying attention. Yeah, you know, the angelic realm has always been available to all of us. I mean, it's it's been in even back historically in biblical times, it was seemed to be even more common because it's, you know, it was. I, I, they made it seem ordinary for an angel to appear and say, la-di-da, and this is what you should do, or go do this and don't do that. And now um, now we, we have all different ways of getting our signs and symbols, and maybe they're not coming to us so uh, profoundly like a, an apparition, but more of an internal guidance system is often how I even perceive it. And we have very ordinary everyday angels available to us all the time for very mundane situations that there's no reason why they can't help us and they want to because they're I'm going to say because they're bored (laughs) that sounds a little weird to say about an angel but you know like we pray we pray we think really loud I wish I could get help and then when when we don't listen, well, maybe we do listen, and, and I shouldn't say we don't listen because that's making a broad statement, but we probably could listen more. How's that? I think that's a good way to put it. Right. So, um, so Margaret, when, when you first started working with the angels, did they guide you to write the first book, or how did that all come to be? Well, believe it or not, my first connection with angels was when I was pretty young. I mean, like three, two, five, you know, like really young. And I had my sister, Marianne, to thank for that because um, she was very instrumental in helping me to realize that I could just imagine, sense, know that my angels were around me. And then they were. They were. I could feel them. I could sense them. And it often started. It started actually with because of waking up as a little girl in the middle of the night, scared because of the nightmare or whatever it was that I, you know how children we wake up in the middle of the night and we're scared and we we get nervous. And that was my first interaction. Um, and then through grade school, because I was born and raised Catholic, it was extremely common to make room on our seat for the guardian angel to sit next to us. That was just so ordinary. And I went to a school named Our Lady of Angels. So I was very connected with Mother Mary and all the angels throughout my first eight years of, you know, grade school. 
In, in fact, you know what's mm-hmm. cool? My husband Vincent, he went to um, a grade school named Queen of Angels. Isn't that How fun? How funny I mean, is that? I love it. And then, yes, I do feel like my formulas for the essential oils, those come from the angelic realm, the majority of them. Um, not the percentages of how to mix it, but like what exactly, which essential oils have to go in the blend for a given angel or master teacher or whoever it is, that, you know, whether it's Ganesha or Archangel Metatron, you know, like I get that guidance from the angelic okay. realm. And I, for me, it's clairaudience. I hear it. I hear internally, this is what you need to do. And it's almost as if it's being, I guess, dictated, and therefore that is also how I often write. It's like I, I and it often comes in the in the form of a, um, waking up from a sleeping state. So I'll say in the dream time, although I don't remember a dream, I'll wake up from a sleeping state and I'll know, and or hear either a title or the formula or guidance of some sort. Very cool. I'm really grateful. <laughs> it's very nice of them to pour information into me. Well, right. So the clear audience, you know, of course, you just described it hearing, but oftentimes the people who dream are clear cognizant, um, you know, because they're in the dream state. And I just talked to someone over the weekend about this, how when I was a kid, I could change the channel in my dreams. So if I didn't like the dream, I would say, oh, no, no, I don't like this one. I want a different one. And so I say, please change That's the great. channel. That's great. And well, but then if they, if I, if the same dream, like they wouldn't let me change it if I tried, and then it was the same, and then I tried again. If it happened the three times, I knew that it was there was nothing I could do. It was just going to happen. Isn't that interesting? Very and this interesting. lady was the same way. She says, she she said, I've never met anyone that has like like I could do that too. I thought it was normal until I realized. Most people are like, you do what? You did what? But, um, but the angels, are, they're the highest frequency of all of the helpers. Um, with, you know, but they don't, they don't like to interfere. Well, they're Oops. not really supposed are you there? to, right? I am here. Can right. you hear me? a call on them. Yeah, yeah. It's just all of a sudden, I'm, 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 this hotel has a little bit of a different um, internet capacity. So uh, I think we're okay. But at any rate, what I was mm-hmm. going to say is they like to be asked. They don't like to intercede. Like, like, I know that I must have heard they didn't exactly like, I mean, but they did. They, they, I heard, turn that GPS on right now. And then after it happened, I thanked them. And that's another thing angels really like to be thanked, is my understanding. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I said, I said, you know, I've always called on you for parking spots. You know, I call them the parking angelinas, and my kids are all like, oh, let's call them the parking angelinas. You know, because they make fun of me. But I've never, I've never, Margaret Ann, I've never called on the driving angels. But tonight, I said, oh, my goodness, you're preparing me to talk to Margaret Ann. <laughs> that's how I felt. Aw. But I was, and then I was thinking, okay, what happens if I don't get there? So I had it all figured out. I thought, okay, and my iPad has a whole different line, you know, its own line. I thought, okay, it's charged. I could just, all these things were going through your mind, like how can I make this work in case this is like really oh, crazy what's going on here? Because you, 
because you right. were in transit that you you literally just got to the hotel. Yes, I was running oh. into the lobby, and I said, I said, I said, we have to check. I have to check in really, really fast, and I need the Wi-Fi code. And um, can you give me a close room, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember days of doing that when I was on book tour. Oh my gosh, Cindy, I so relate to that experience. There was one why time not, I sat not? in my car, booted up my laptop. Vincent was driving, and I did it on the on while while we were on the road Hot in the spot. car, and because I had because it was pouring rain and we weren't going to get out in the middle of a rainstorm because we would we would never right. make it to the hotel room in time. Oh, I know. I know. I just thought this is like crazy, but but here we are and it's all working and the angels supported everything. Um so, so let's just talk though like um because you know, many people don't totally understand the angelic realm. And so let's talk about Whatever else you want to share, and then let's talk about archangels since we're like right here with the head honchos. You want to talk about archangels first? Sure. So, so you know, archangels are are the higher hierarchy of angels, and there are so many archangels. I'm still even learning about them because my experience with angels is more of an like an everyday angel kind of a situation. But there are, which I consider like you know, the angel of um, grief or the angel of, uh, of a happy home or the angel of loving relationships, whereas those are like more like messenger angels, very, you know, earth-centered here to serve us, whereas the archangels are a higher realm and they're, um, they're, they too are still messengers. They're intermediaries between the divine God, goddess, creator, and humans that they have much more specific responsibilities at a higher level, I guess, is one way to put it. And I'm talking like I really know. You know, how do we really know? You know, I I don't want to assume too, too much here, but based on historical. So we've got like Archangel Michael, who seems to be a favorite of everybody, Mikael. He's our angel of protection and one who we look to for faith or clarity or to get rid of fear. And he's often portrayed with a silver armor and a round shield and a sword and, um, and sometimes stepping on a scary devil or a dragon and holding scales of justice, right? That's like how he's portrayed. Mm-hmm. But that's like who we call on when we're fearful or worried or we want justice to be served. And so there's like I there's four main archangels that I connect with, and I'm sure you do too, Cindy, right? The Michael, Raphael, yes. Gabriel, and Uriel, right? Right, right. Well, yeah. And what's interesting is lately, where this came from, I do not know, Margaret Ann, but someone gave me a um, a deck of cards at the holidays, uh, Ganesha cards, and mm. so in order to to use those cards with clients, you have to explain who Ganesha is and what what I have said, because many people just, you know, they're not familiar with the Hindu deities, is I said, I say, well, you probably know who Archangel Michael is, yes? Yes. And I said, you know how you call on Archangel Michael to just kind of cut through whatever it is and just get it done, like when you really need help? I said, well, Ganesha removes obstacles on your path 
But if you're on the wrong path, he'll throw up a roadblock. I said, so Archangel Gabriel, not Gabriel, Archangel Michael and Ganesha are very similar. And they just kind of look at you, you know. But it's like whenever we can teach, I think it's really good to get that in there. Oh, that's a great analogy. I love it. Have you, have you, I have yeah. to digress. Have you, have you, have you smelled the, the Ganesha spray yet? No, I don't Mine. have that one yet. It's on my lips. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, my tell goodness. Me, tell us it about it. Smells like I know, I know, it smells I'm like out. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, the other good well, part I about love... Ganesha, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I just want to say the other phenomenal thing about Ganesha or a good thing about Ganesha is that he's not just the destroyer of obstacles, but he's also the bringer of blessings. So yeah, he, he bestows true. blessings on, on our path and, and helps us to connect with feeling the energy of blessings. I'm all about feeling blessings. So I want to, I want to talk yeah. about the other three archangels. Do you mind if I share a little bit about them? No, please do. Yeah. So, so Raphael, I love to tell this little story about Raphael. So, um, and, and probably people already know about this, but, um, once upon a time, a long time ago, Archangel Raphael was an angel unaware. He was traveling on a road with Tobias. And Tobias was traveling because his dad, Tobit, had, was losing his eyesight. And he was going for, um, I, I don't know where he was going, to be honest with you. I always say he was on a business trip. <laughs> And he was walking down <laughs> the so road. <laughs> and, and, but he was worried about his dad because his dad was losing his will to live and he felt like he couldn't, you know, he wanted Tobias to take over the business or whatever they were doing. I'm like sort of making some of this up, but it's not that far from, from the historical information. So they get to mm-hmm. a point on their travels, and this is ancient times, where they want to stop for lunch. Well, there's not a sidewalk cafe. They have to fish. So they, they stop right. at, a, at a stream or a river or something, and they, you know, fish. And they when they caught a fish, that's when Raphael revealed himself to Tobias and said, I'm Archangel Raphael, and I'm telling you that you can take this fish, gut this fish, take the gall, and go put this on your father's eyes, and it will heal his eyes. So my, you know... Uh, uneducated uh, wild guess is that maybe his father had some kind of a like cataract or something and that the goal was like mm-hmm. an enzyme that would burn away the excess on his eyes and clear his eyes up. And it ended up working, whatever it was. You know, of course, I'm, I'm making the part of the story up here, but the idea was is that Raphael is who we look to and call on and request to help when we need to heal ourselves or others to show us the way to light the path to inspire us to be with the right practitioners the right healers the right doctors whatever it is you know the right herbs whatever we're going to be doing to heal ourselves and and he'll you know light the path and his energy is green so michael is a cobalt blue and Raphael is like an emerald green because they're really don't look like humans. They're really beams of light or light beings, if you will, and they're on rays of color. 
Yeah, and so have so you I'm heard gonna, a story like that about about Tobias and Tobit, right? Right, and I was going to mention that um, when Margaret Ann was, um, she taught an evening in St. Louis with healing with Archangel Raphael. Do you remember that? That guided meditation, and you had us all like envisioning floating in a green pool of, of water, healing water. Wow, no, tell me, what did I do? This sounds good. <laughs> Well, you did. You you just the whole thing with the healing and bringing in the green, and then we envisioned floating in this healing pool of green. I'll I'll never forget this. I mean, this every single cord, person in that room. This is a cord room. cutting ceremony. That's what yes. that was. Are we yes. that was the that yes. was the after the cords were cut, then we went and we were with Raphael. Right. You're right. And then and then that we was, had the healing that was in water. your living room. Yes, I know. It was over five years ago. And so they, um, and you had, like, wherever the cords were cut, the healing water just healed those spots. Like, it was mm-hmm. magical. It's absolutely Aww. magical. And you have, you have, like, well, and, and Margaret Ann has on her website, um, you can buy a lot of these meditations. She has them where you can, um, do they download them now, Margaret Ann, or do you mail them a CD? How does that work these days? So the the cord cutting ceremony is only available as a CD. That one, um, the okay. uh, my other my I have like two that are published by houses, you know, publishing houses. Uh, that and the uh-huh. uh, crystal balancing chakra balancing crystal alignment CDs. Those are just by CD. So we mail a CD for that, and they can get that either from me. They can get it on Amazon. They can get it from you know the inner traditions from the publisher. And then the other seven CDs that I've spoken audio are available either on my website, margaretanlembo.com or thecrystalgarden.com, as either an MP3 download or a CD. They could go either way with those because I had those created into MP3s because so many people don't really even have a CD player anymore. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I can remember when... um, they took away all of the, um, what did they do? Okay, so they took away, well, we know the eight tracks went first. And then um, <laughs> cars, oh, oh, and then the, the cassette tapes. Well, I remember when I bought cassette. my 1996 Pathfinder, there was no cassette player. And I was like, what in the world? Like, how am I going to listen to all my cassettes, you know? And then after that, I mean, it was just all um, CDs, but now what is really interesting is there's a resurgence in vinyl, like buying vinyl records again. I know. I should probably dig mine out. I just went into that cabinet earlier because it's right next to where I have my holiday um, cabinet, you know, with like my Nutcracker and, you know, other Christmasy stuff. And I thought, oh, my, look how many, look how many records I have in there. I should probably pull those out and pass them along to people who might want to listen to it that way. I mean, it is different. Right. Uh, to, they, there's a different mm-hmm. vibration to the sound of the music right. when you're listening to it on vinyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know. have, a, I so have this is this whole so new... many good albums. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, and I gave most of mine away, but, um, but getting back, we're going to circle back now just um, mm-hmm. to Archangel Raphael. I, you know, he is amazingly miraculous. And um, anything else you want to add about him? Well, you know, 
I'm still doing research on this because I want to look into it further. But according to some of my research, Raphael gave a divine book to Noah with advanced techniques in medicine and physics. But he didn't realize that the knowledge in the book couldn't be used until Raphael said it was like all clear. And he had to build the ark first, according to what I researched. So there was architectural information in that book that Raphael gave to Noah to provide him the know-how on how to build the ark. And I just think that's really profound. Oh, and the other thing that I'm still, and again, I'm still researching because I'm, you know, I'd like to say I'm an expert, but I'm not. I'm like just a semi. Um uh, Raphael, I mean, Noah, uh, what, who was it? Metatron, Enoch. Enoch was the grandfather of Noah. And Enoch actually wow. became Metatron. Because he became Metatron. I did not know because that. What, yeah, so, so, so Enoch went up to the heavenly realm. He became a heavenly scribe. He be, he, when he went to the heavenly realm, it was like, miraculous uh in many ways because it, you would if you go up to the heavens you, you know basically you'd probably be dead you know seriously uh fried would be another way to look at it <laughs> fried but he was able to come wow. back and when he came back to the to earth then he um the, i guess that's when he was shifted into the terminology of metatron and the other thing, that's why he's always associated uh, also with the uh, Merkaba or Merkaba, because probably there was some mm-hmm. kind of a device to travel from the earthly plane into the heavenly realm, whether it was a spiritual etheric situation or a literal earth, you know, earth to heaven kind of thing. I'm not sure. You know, I don't know if that's how that interaction between interdimensional travel would go. Um, but there's something else I wanted to say about that that was I thought was really interesting. That um, oh, so there was some like the watch. There were these watchers that didn't want the earth to be flooded, and they tried to convince Enoch to go up and talk to God about not flooding the earth. They didn't want to, you know, drown. I guess, and I guess they didn't weren't privy. Uh-huh. To, they didn't have a ticket to the ark, you know. And so they, they, but he was like, nope, I'm not, no, this needs to be cleaned. God wants this to be this way, and this is what we're going to do, and I'm not going to go do your bidding for you. I just found that interesting, and I'd like to find out more about that. So that's all about, that's all I know about that. It's interesting because I called my older brother on the way, on the drive, um, to let him know that I was uh, definitely hosting Thanksgiving, wasn't sure at first, and um, and we were talking about I, like I told him I was just in Tampa, and I said it's so interesting. The conference was in New Tampa, and I was staying in New Tampa, and then went to St. Pete. And I said the New Tampa people say that when Tampa goes underneath water, they will be the Tampa because they're higher up. And uh, and my brother starts spouting off all this history of well, you know, Cindy, like. Between these, this mountain reservation or, you know, mountains, you know, whatever, these mountains and these mountains, the dinosaurs played in the water like it was all water. And then, and he says, he says he's like predicting, you know, like what's going to happen with the earth when the waters really do come. And I just, 
I, don't, I just finally said, okay, I have to, I have to go now. I'm close to my exit. Um, it was getting really heavy traffic, but I forget that this, that, that, that was a beautiful way you explained that about God wanted everything to be cleansed. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah, that was, just, that was a, a cleaning. I was a clean, that's, that was my perception from research. And also prior to when, when I researched, I always had that perception that it was a, it was a cleansing of the earth. It was part of the shaking it up and let's start again. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the same with Atlantis? I do. I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. And, you know, after this, you know, you know how close Dorian came to where I live, right? You know, like it was 89 yes. miles yes. off of the coast. So the feeder bands were already over here. So, I mean, it was just like we were basically in it but not in it. The way that it's stationed mm-hmm. over the Bahamas was just too freaky. And it really made me pause to contemplate, you know, because that's where Atlantis, in my perception of reality, is Atlantis is right off of the coast here, like where the original Atlantis mm-hmm. was. And who's to say that that Atlantean uh, disaster wasn't a horrendous storm like Dorian, and that's what took it down. Because the land, even the land underneath the sea, has changed, like the navigation, navigate, navigable, I don't know how to even say that, navigable waters are different now. Yes, yeah. Be- because of the way, how do you say, did I say that right, navigable? Na- the way you navigate Nav- yeah, the water. Yeah. <laughs> right, no, but that is, you, you said it correctly, it's just there, there it's navigable. Yeah, it's just a little bit of a different with the inflection. But I, oh. yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. It was so close, and so it's hard to say, you know. And then you say, okay, well, was how how much consciousness is in a storm? You know, everything is consciousness. So why? Right. What, what's going on here? You know. So that's too much to for me to contemplate at this moment on the on the show. But well, but we but we had a meteor. Okay, I didn't see it, but my um, one of my clients did. Uh, this meteor. It was a little over a week ago. Um, probably about ten days ago, and then um, and it and it you could literally see it, and then you heard it when it landed. Whoa! So where was this? People, yes, yes, in St. Louis. That's what I'm trying to tell you. These are crazy <gasps> times like this. And then when they found where it landed, they could see that there have been many other meteors. It was like a field. It was like a field of meteors that have been landing there. And then last night we were supposed to have this huge meteor shower again. So we're in wow. interesting times right now, and I really firmly, firmly believe that the angels and archangels and all of our helpers, but especially these angels and archangels, they are saying, call on us, call on us, call on us. And the more we're in sync, and, and, or, or not sync, the more we're in communication and dialogue, the better our life is going to get because we're going to all, we all need to raise the vibration right now is what, what I, I'm being told. Like everyone has to go higher right now. I think we always have to go higher. It's what I constantly want to strive for. I mean, I intend it. I try. I'm doing it, you know, as much as I know how at this moment in my life. Right. Don't you think you are too? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, 
I still think that a lot of people are a little bit asleep, and I think that the more we talk about the angels, we help so many others because sometimes they forget. Like they just, yeah, they know about them, but they forget. A lot of people are waking, are continuing, I'll say continuing to awaken to their spiritual nature because I have the Crystal Garden for so long. You know, the Crystal Garden is 31 years old. So I'm into my second and third generation of clients where they came as babies and now they're coming in with their children. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, they, which is, which is so amazing. I love that. And I love when they tell me that, yeah. you know, I remember when I was a little girl. But anyway, um, there are so many are, are ready and ripe and open to learning and know, realizing there's much, much more to life than the, the mass consciousness daily grind scenario. And it may, it's heartwarming to me that that is so, um, so much the case. Um, every day, so many new customers come in that they just found out about us or whatever. And that is very cool too. Mm-hmm. So it's old and new, but mm-hmm. I want to go back to um, Gabrielle is important at this time of year. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. This is, this is the, yep. this yep. is our archangel that of the announce annunciation. And so he was the one and he, I actually feel like that particular angel has a more of a, feminine vibe, even though all angels are androgynous and have no gender. They are neither male nor female, but um, they carry a, a, a vibe. And I think Gabriel or Gabrielle, as I like to call that angel, must had such a good energy that she was able to go and meet with Mother Mary to tell her, guess what? <laughs> you are going to bring the Christ through you. And that was God, that had to be such a profound experience for Mother Mary. I can't even imagine. But Gabriel yeah. appeared to Daniel in a prophetic vision much earlier, as far as I understood it. That that was like um, there was like a, a, a that's what according to the scriptures. You know how they said that he was born according to the scriptures. It was born based on Mm -hmm. um, that Gabriel had come at a much earlier time and that told them, you know, guess what? You're going to be, this is, this is going to be a Messiah that's going to come to the earth. And uh, I'll say that the purpose was to bring more love to the planet. That's where I think that whole point was for more love. Um, But the other thing about Gabriel is that Gabriel is our, our angel to connect with when we want to get better at hearing messages and, and receiving messages through the dream time, because Gabriel was big on um, appearing to like even St. Joseph, uh, or I, I think it was Gabriel that appeared to St. Joseph in dream time to let him know, Hey, you know, this wife that you're going to be marrying is not to fool around on you. This is the real deal and helped him believe that it was okay to step into that role as a stepfather to the, to the Christ consciousness, which is pretty profound too. Wow. Imagine, imagine that like back then, gosh, I know. I mean, really it's profound. Mm -hmm. Profound. It really is. So Gabriel is the, is, 
the you know it's the communication and you know someone once told me um, I don't remember what, it's so far back there but I don't think it was you it was saying that when I initially Archangel Raphael was like you know that was my whole deal from the time I was a very little girl I wanted to be a nurse and you know I knew I wanted to help people and um, and then Gabriel came in and that's where. Mm-hmm the publishing and the radio show and the mm. all of the teaching and all of the communication. But, you mm-hmm. know, initially Raphael was, and, and also for personal healing, because, you know, I had an interesting early childhood with the adoption and things. And so, um, so, so he helped heal all of that. And then Gabriel stepped in and said, okay, it's great that you're a nurse, but you're only going to be able to work with so many people, you know, so my, so he stepped in. And took it to a whole new level. Does that make sense? Mm. Does that make sense to it you? It does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that because it's like he provide Archangel Gabriel is very good about providing like inner knowing, like helping you to recognize certain things on a deeper level, and um, and it and it's definitely the angel of communication and understanding inspired thoughts and and and. Um, receiving of messages in a variety of ways so for sure and and the and the and the i think that the ray for gabriel is red but that's you know not in concrete that's just how i perceive it the red vibration yeah well it's you know did, did, gabriel huh yeah yeah well and did you know that so that oh you know Gabriel is always portrayed with a red uh, outfit on too, red cloth, cloak or clothing when he's doing the, mm-hmm. for the Annunciation too. And I, my notes I, on uh, Gabriel also indicate that he um, spent time on the earth appearing to dictate the Quran to Muhammad. Wow. So talk about a divine oracle. That is pretty profound right. because that's what, that was his job to, and still is. You know, there's still so much more that just because it was like that biblical, histor- historical, biblical information, we still can tap into that vibration and allow Gabriel, Gabriel to help us in our life with communication, with receiving messages, with higher knowledge and wisdom, and why not? Well, and Gabriel is the least known, in my opinion. But that's I my humble so. opinion. But yeah, yeah. But but he, but this is okay. So let's go to Uriel because this one is magical too. <laughs> they really mm-hmm. are. And he's associated with Noah too, because he was supposedly the one who warned Noah of the great flood. Maybe he was the one that know couldn't that. help with. Maybe he was the one that they went to to say, um, you know, where they were make, pleading, making, pleading, you know, praying, asking, please don't let this happen. I'll have to research that a little bit more. See, because Uriel is the angel associated with natural phenomena. That includes volcanoes, fires, earthquakes, hurricanes. And very much a teacher of the stewardship of the earth, you know, like as far as helping us to recognize that we are responsible. You know, if you spray pesticides in your front yard and then you don't have any bees, don't be uh, surprised. 
that you don't have bees right. or that there are dead bees on your on your path. <laughs> you know. Oh God. Uh, right. Yeah. Um. Like ever since I read this, what book? Descent of the Dove. It was. I don't even know if it's in print anymore. But when I first called? read it, it was Descent of the Do- of the Dove. I can Google it. I'm sitting at my okay. computer. The Scent of the Dove, and in, in, in that book, at least a portion of it, he, um, Archangel Uriel, is being channeled regarding um, how imperative we recognize that um, we need to be stewards of the earth because this green... Earth is our mammoth breathing machine. So the descent of the dove that's coming up on here is not the descent of the dove that I remember. I just can't remember the name of the author, but it's not this one. Um, And that we need to take responsibility. And that's really when after I read that, I got very into making sure that I did my composting and as much as possible as far as giving the earth back. Okay, I found it. Descent of the Dove, wow, 29.95, I guess it's out of print. Um, Anne and Essene Valentin. I should have a copy of that somewhere. What is it? Descent of the Dove, channeled by Anne Valentin, like Valentine without an E. And Virginia okay. Esteen. I like that the, that Virginia's name is Esteen. <laughs> Very cool. How interesting. Oh, there's a, oh there's, a kin, there's a Kindle version. That's nice. Huh. Yeah. You know, there's just these books that land in your lap that, and they profoundly change your life. Like, you know, Florence Scovelshin, I always like to, like, mention that book, The Game of Life. Mm. And, Mm-hmm. Well, not always, but but it's like this profound book. And she was a female metaphysician in the early 1900s, and no one would publish that book. No one, no one. So she self-published. I mean, who did that back then? You know, and, and today, it's still in every language. I mean, there's a whole following. They come out with new products for it. And it's like, what the heck? You know, but I know. just... Right. This is a game. It's, a classic. it's how you play it. It literally is a classic. Right. Even right. Peng, I think, I don't know which, maybe it's Hay House and Penguin. Somebody does more than one definitely does a, um, you know, publishes that as a classic book. Right. A game of life I mean, and how a, to play uh, it, right? Right, right, exactly. And it just so much wisdom. And it's a short read, but you can reread it like, you know, you know, it's one of those books that you could reread it, and and you would swear it had things that you that, that you don't remember. You know, like you're like, yeah. oh, I don't remember that, because you get mm-hmm. what you're ready for at the moment. There's so much knowledge in that book. So you know what else? The so other book I like. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Which no? Which one? Oh, I just there was another book that I really loved, and it's called The Light Shall Set You Free. Oh, there's so many books I love. So this, I could go on that, that subject for a while. But that one is also excellent for understanding ascended masters and master teachers and, you know, the basics. So it's very, very good. Um, what were you going to say? You were going to talk about Uriel some more? Is that where you were at? 
Well, I, I want to finish with Uriel because I have a couple other questions I want to go to. So are we, is there anything else you want to add with Uriel? Um, I look to Uriel as a vibration of golden energy. I feel like fire is part of it. And he's also known as the fire of God. So I guess that's why fire. Um, and um, I think that he also brings financial abundance. That's what it feels like. Financial abundance, prosperity, blessings. Okay. Yep. So you had questions, though? You have a thought? Well, just a couple. Okay, Cause, because you have so much knowledge, and I, of course, want to, like, have you share as much as you can in this short time we're here together on this, um, on this call. So, so Margaret Ann, you, um, you have correlated the angels or archangels with the gemstones, and you've correlated them with the essences. Like, how did all that come to you? I mean, just in meditation, or were you praying to the angels? Because you have knowledge in so many different areas, and now you've dovetailed so much of it. I just, you makes know, it like it just, it, it, I feel like it evolved. You know, like when I was writing the essential guide to crystals, minerals, and stones, I had so many different things dovetail out of that. I like that dovetail. Because as I was writing, I wrote the, uh, the, for each gemstone, I think there's 160 rocks in that, in that book. For each gemstone, I had the spiritual purpose. So then I talked about what archangels are associated with that particular gemstone. And then I had the emotional, the mental use, and the physical use. And in the physical use, I was already in that book. I already started with saying that it's a vibrational match that gem is a whatever gemstone it was was a vibrational match for um, careers and professions. Which now here we are all this time later, and now I have a whole book that has to do with soul purpose and you know life path and, and careers and professions in relation to the gemstones. And then the, of course the essential oils, how they vibrate in relation to because everything is energy, everything has a vibration. So when I wrote the Essential Guide mm-hmm. to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing, even more became clear. And then the essential oils that associated with which angels, especially archangels specifically. And, and now that I wrote this other book on angels, it's even getting further into it. It's like every book. And then the book on animal allies in the gemstone kingdom and animal totems in the gemstone kingdom, that one, that was that took it a whole nother step. It's like I wake up and I know, or while I'm writing, it comes out. So it's um, right. Uh, it just I, I guess you could call it channeled. I, you know, that's always a little hokey for me because I don't feel like necessarily I'm channeling, but I kind of all of a sudden know, and and it just keeps coming out with every every time I'm right about a particular stone or I write about a particular essential oil or an animal, it just, the animal book came out of me. That was, I woke up with that from a dream. I definitely did. I got up from my, from sleeping and I immediately sent an email off to both publishing houses that published me and say, do you want to do this? Because I have to write it. Who wants it? You know? Right. Right. I get told in dream time. Right, cool. So I'm, I, I'm um, grateful. I recently, 
Oh, my God. The cards are so beautiful, though. I mean, those animal cards are, well, they're all, all of your decks of cards are beautiful. But those animal cards are especially just so unique. The animal ones? Yeah. You, yes. You know, I, I really, to, um, I'll tell you uh, the truth. I feel like uh, Teddy Andrews told me to do that. I really feel that way. I've you know, you know Teddy Andrews. Okay. Did you? Yeah. He's yeah, been teaching St. Louis. Like, he came, Deborah Bourbon brought him in, for like, for probably 20 years. Right. He he was my author mentor, and he's the one that introduced me to Llewellyn. So I dedicated my first book to him because he was going to endorse my book, but he passed away before he endorsed it. So I dedicated the book to him instead, which is even better for him, you know, to put that out there mm-hmm. and give gratitude right. to that degree. But I, um, he taught, even in the little bit of time, the few times that he, you know, we had author mentor type conversations, um, I just really felt like he sometimes talks to me from the other side. And I often, it's in the dream time, and I just wake up and know. It's not like, oh, I met with, I met with, with I met with Ted Andrews last night. I just feel right. like I did. And I, come, and I come out of it with these great ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty, well, pretty and it's right, and that's how this all works, listeners. It's you know, like you know, sometimes, sometimes in our linear world, we think, oh, that that sounds a little wacky, but the whole thing <laughs> is just woo woo is woo is wonderful, you know. And once you get to where you're comfortable with it yourself, more and more you will talk about it because. Um, and I just love that your next book is addressing the soul purpose because we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And mm-hmm. right now, more than ever, the more we connect with others and are doing our, our service, like that's really how I look at it. Like we are all earth beings, spiritual beings, but we're here on planet earth. And the more we are of service and helping the more it all just kind of opportunities show up. Mm-hmm. And I love the music. I love that the seraphim and cherubim always played music. I mean, I, you know, I, I just, we, they have so many blessings to offer us. Yes, yes, the music of the spheres through the angelic realm. Crystal singing bones right. make me think of... Um, make me feel like like even though I don't literally remember the music of the spheres, but when I play the crystal singing bowls, you know, when I do my, you know, seven bowls at a time kind of a meditation, I always feel like mm-hmm. that it's um, the sounds of the angels, they, that, that vibration. It is. It's, I mean, I, I, mean I, I think that it's very similar. So, oh, my goodness, Margaret Ann, the time goes by so fast. So we have just a few more minutes. Before we do our last whatever we're going to talk, will you please share about your academy and about about your Facebook uh, meditations that you're doing and how people can um, sink into all of that? Because you've got so many things that you're doing now um, through Facebook, through, you know, you're, you're still doing the radio show too, aren't you? No, actually, uh, I, I had to put that on pause for right now because it was um, up, up in, uh, actually about two weeks ago, I, I have now on, um, I'm on hiatus from the Facebook Live, but I was doing a Facebook Live every Monday at 12 noon, 
and every other Monday, 12 noon and 1 o'clock. So there's a lot of content wow. sitting there on the, Margaret, on the Facebook Margaret Ann Lembo Book Club. So you can find it by typing in Margaret Ann Lembo Book Club and ask to join. And you can watch previous uh, times, you know, the previous um, recordings. And they're also on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Margaret Ann Lembo. And I'm always putting new ones up there. We, ha- we were doing a book club thing for um, one week, every other week for Crystals Beyond Beginners, which is my most recent uh, publication. And then the opposite other week, I was doing um, a meditation and a, uh, at 12 noon and a 1 o'clock gemstone oracle where people would call in with their questions or type in their questions. And it was so much fun. Kate and I had so much fun doing that. And I'll, bring, I'll start that again in the new year, but, you know, I'm a retailer, and now is high season for me wow. being in Palm Beach and right. being a retailer. So in a little while, oh, I, I you're, yeah. start that again. Right. Right. And listen, Margaret Ann's store, the Crystal Garden, ships all over. I mean, one time I was there, and I just I felt like I was in Santa's workshop. She opened the door, and they were doing the Christmas in July. And, oh, my goodness, she had more packages going out. And I send people to you, you know, I mean, I know you know, and then other people do too because you can, you can, go, you can shop online. She has all the essential oils. She has yeah. all the crystals. She has all of her products. So for your holiday shopping, you can do everything all in one spot by going to her website. Um, and I want to mention that Margaret Ann writes, contributes an article each and every month to Spirit Seeker. And Spirit Seeker Magazine is what actually makes the show possible each, each month. It's actually the advertisers who advertise in Spirit Seeker Magazine. Let's give them a shout-out. And Margaret Ann is one of those. And, um, and so this month for um, Thanksgiving, she wrote a, about the Angel of Comfort. And uh, um, the gemstone, I, I always, please tell me how to say it, chrysoprase? Or chrysoprase, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was right the first Crystal time. Praise, okay, beautiful, and, um, Crystal Praise is a gorgeous green stone, yep. And then she um, so suggested working with the lavender essential oil at this time with that crystal uh, for support and kindness. And, you know, we're going into this, this um, you know, holidays are not always easy for everyone. I mean, for some people, yes, some people, no. But these, mm-hmm. the crystal, the, this particular crystal and this uh, lavender can just op- can help you relax um, and um, calm down when perhaps there's an emotional thing going on. So I just love how you match those with the angel of comfort. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes, and we do need comfort because sometimes it's stressful to be, even though we may love our family, and then some people don't love their family. They they maybe they love them but they don't like them. So the combination of Right. Dealing with personalities, you know, let's say it that way, personalities. Right, right. That can be stressful. So yeah. I'm, right. So I'm going to read just a tiny bit that you can go to spiritseeker.com and, um, and you know, read. She, Margaret Ann contributes every month. But she says in her, oh, we've got 90 seconds. Okay, I'm going to read this really fast. Mm. She says, give the angel of comfort permission to help you to feel the support you need so you can release Emotions and feelings that are causing discomfort and grief. And this affirmation she, she suggests is, I feel at ease. 
My friends and family are supportive and encouraging. Everything I need or or, uh, want is always available to me. I am comforted and allow balance to return to my life. Uplifting vibes are available, available to me always. Nurturing energy surrounds me, bringing my emotional body into alignment. I attract inner peace and comfort every day in many ways. So that's MargaretAnnLimbo.com and mm. TheCrystalGarden.com. But these, she does this every month. She's so generous. And I mean, I'm, you, I'm just in awe of how you manage all the different pieces of your life with such grace. But you do, and you help so many. And I just want to thank you for being a monthly contributor. I you know, I love bringing you on the show because I always learn from you and you were so generous with sharing your knowledge. So Margaret Ann, you rock. And I just want to thank you and happy Thanksgiving to you and, and Vincent. Aww, and just thank you so thank much you. for all you do. I mean this from my heart to your heart. So much. Um, okay. And you so do listeners. just as much. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so we will um, we will be off the air until the first uh, Thursday in December because next Thursday is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and um, we'll be on the air with um, astrology and readings on the first um, Thursday of uh, December. Can you believe it? This year is like boom. Okay, so thank you, mm. everyone, and good night. Um, and Margaret Ann, thank you so much for being my guest and for all that you do. Okay? All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Good night, everyone. Okay, bye. Blessings. Yeah, blessings. I love that. Okay, all right. (laughs) Bye. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.